0: hello and welcome to do the franchise with me jake and me james and we are it's been a while isn't it james
1: (laughs) yeah yeah we could say that it's uh (laughs) Life got in the way again. I think we should just put that as part of the uh, intro now. It's not hi it's Jake and James. It should be hi it's been a while.
0: Yeah hi it's been a while. We still exist. We are putting more episodes out and we probably do you know what to be fair I think we probably will end up putting more episodes out in winter because let's be honest there's sod all else to do in winter is that you might as well just stay in. It's cold it's dark it's It's England basically. Yeah, I mean, I'm literally, as you're saying that, there's, like, sun on the left-hand side of my window. And on the right-hand side of my window, it's just this massive blob of black cloud (laughs) just fading in (laughs) over the estate. Oh, Oh. right. Um, So we thought we would do a final Batman episode. We've been umming and ahhing about doing Batfleck, but we're going to kind of ignore him, aren't we? Um, Yes. So I think we're going to do what well, we are going to do, I don't know what I'm saying, but well, I think we're going to do it. We're doing the Lego Batman movie from 2017. This was actually um, something requested by a fan of our podcast on, I think it was on Twitter. They were like, if you're going to do Batman, you've got to do Lego Batman as well. Um, yeah. And it it now, is technically a Batman
1: film, so yeah. It is. Uh, it also should be noted that this is the Lego Batman movie, not, I think there's a, a the first Lego Batman movie that came out in
0: 2013
1: what so, yeah um uh, so're <laughs> we're, we're, we're watching the right one I hope Hang on,
0: so why have I watched the wrong one?
1: <laughs> no no i I'm fairly certain we've both watched the right one right but okay the, the, uh like I say there was there was a different Batman movie uh that we that we could have watched, and I'm really glad that we both watched the same one.
0: This is really interesting. So, do you know anything? Can you talk me through this? What is what is the other one? When was that? You said 2013?
1: Yeah, so I'll just see if I can bring up the uh, the Lego Batman 2013. <laughs> so, there's Lego Batman the movie, uh, called, uh, and it's called DC Superheroes Unite. Right. And it, it's a very different film... <laughs> <laughs> I only get six and a half on IMDB, so uh uh six and a half out of ten. Uh so it's probably one to avoid. Um
0: it's got Lex Luthor in it. Um Oh my god, I'm looking at it now. Right, so this is like another little animated short. Was it I guess it was it a feature length? Uh I honestly don't know how <laughs> long it is.
1: Where where on IMDb? Oh no, it's an hour and eleven minutes, so it's not. No, short, it's not. Short. It's got a uh, sequel as well, according to this. Yeah, so and it's Troy Baker doing the voice of Bruce Wayne. Ah, uh, okay. So it's it's one of those uh, yeah. where it's Troy Baker who does everything in all games ever. It's got a slightly
0: uh, less impressive cast list than the one we get for Lego Batman. Um, yeah the, the lego batman movie sorry as i'm now gonna have to officially um <laughs> the title has now got official asterisks <laughs> next to it thanks to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. but you can imagine my horror when halfway through the uh the film i realized there was a different lego batman movie yeah and we hadn't really discussed which one we were
0: watching <laughs> that's a really good point i can i just say i really enjoyed this movie <laughs> <laughs> yes, the one we watched, I loved. I
1: absolutely loved this film. It's
0: just kind of... Do like, you know, because obviously, and we're, we're going to talk about this at the end of the, of the episode, about the the new Batman film, the Matt Reeves one, that's coming out uh, next year. But I think, given that we've been from, from Keaton's Batman through the Schumachers, through the Nolan films, it's a very dark road that they take Batman on. And I guess now, because it's, it's 2021... Darkness is kind of the theme of the character. They want it to be edgy and gritty. Even the Gotham TV show, edgy, gritty, real. And this is, like, completely different. They've gone completely the other way and gone... It can't be gritty because it's a kid's film. Uh, It's made out of Lego, which is also brilliant. And (laughs) it's got to be... It's going to have a really silly, funny message to it underneath. And it's got a lot of heart, this film. But I think ultimately it's just got that aesthetic that we've missed from a batman film which is just all out fun yeah and I, there there's bits in
1: it where they they, they poke fun at the uh, the seriousness of all the other batman films mm. uh and uh, except for the 60s batman <laughs> which <laughs> they describe as a, a really odd phase so in this film batman is like a, a continuous thing that's been he's been around yeah. for 90 years which i really enjoy
0: yeah that's crazy. And they make reference to the, how long Batman's been out uh, in Lego Batman, don't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got to look at my notes, actually, because I feel like I've just come grossly unprepared again. Let me just have a nosy at these. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about was Will Arnett. Like, I've yeah. been a fan of Will Arnett's for quite a few years. Um, I love BoJack. I think that's one of my favourite sort of things. I'd have I've, say one of my most favourite animated TV shows um, of the last decade. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, And then seeing Will Arnett popping up in other films, and he's popped up in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise, um, and then he voices Batman. And it's kind of... It's just the right amount of everything, because Will Arnett's voice is quite comical, I think, anyway, the the way he does, you know, voiceover work and stuff. Yeah. So when it starts, and it's kind of Will Arnett going all movies must start with a black screen and it's like it's just that's funny and it it's automatically not it's not doing dark batman but he is doing a dark batman voice but he's made yeah. a dark voice stupid oh absolutely and and then to follow it up with a michael jackson quote was just genius <laughs> yeah oh it's great i uh, i feel like we could just do a will Arnett podcast i'd probably i i would listen to that yeah <laughs> I imagine Will Arnett would listen to it as well he, Just he definitely it, would <laughs> yeah. uh, right, one... so... <laughs> sorry go on
1: no no go, um, we should probably do like the ratings I've given you the ratings for the not oh, movie yes, that we're not yes. reviewing so should we talk about the ratings for this one that we Have are got hopefully up? reviewing
0: uh, I, I haven't actually <laughs> Oh, I have. I, I was have. hoping no. that you, you would have the this. Okay, this is the level of professionalism we're at after like three years of podcasting. Uh, so, seven point three out of ten.
1: <laughs> seven point three out of ten. Now, this is much better than seven point three out of ten in my book. But Rotten Tomatoes yeah. gave it a good ninety percent, seventy-five percent on Metacritic. So we're getting close. I, 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 I go. I'm closer to the Rotten Tomatoes with this one.
0: Definitely, I th- I don't understand how you can't enjoy something in this. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's so much in this film. I don't know how you can't find something that you like within it. Um, I mean, there, there's little little jokes, little throw. Even if you're not watching the main
1: action, there's things happening in the background that you would like. Mm. There's all sorts of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely felt... Because I love Lego anyway. I've always loved Lego since being a child. Um, and I find that... Obviously now Lego sets are coming out for adults and they're like £500. And I'm there. like I'll queue up and give them my money all day long because I think they're great. Um, and I and I like... I, I don't feel like this film did what the Lego movie did in that it made everything out to be... Look at what we've done out of Lego. This film, yeah. yes, it does do that to an extent... But similar to the Wallace and Gromit sort of franchise as it kind of for- makes you forget that it's made out of Lego. you just engrossed in the story. And I felt that that was really important in this film is that you are completely in there with the characters, with the drama, with the action. Um, and then you have to take a step back and remember fucking made out of lego <laughs> yeah it's all lego it's all uh, like
1: they, they even keep the concept from the lego movie of a master builder because he uh, batman references that he's a master builder every yeah. so often uh, so they do keep that but yeah it's it is just a good film you can forget yeah. that it's made of lego
0: yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I really like when the action sequence at the start, when he has to go and bust Joker, uh, when the guards start shooting, they go pew, 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 pew. That's so good, <laughs> isn't it? Like, all through the movie
1: as well, they keep that gag up. It's
0: it's perfect. Like, even my random side characters go, quick, get him. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> I got a really good buzz off of that every time, uh, every time I did it. Um, apparently, um, yeah, apparently... Batman's laugh was voiced by Chris McKay, the director. Um, And then it was um, originally a placeholder until Will Arnett's laugh was put in afterwards in post. Nice. Uh, But in some parts of the film, apparently Chris McKay's voice is still the Batman laugh and it's not, it's not Will's voice, which I thought was really weird. Yeah. Um, I like the villains. Now this is the thing me and you've talked about. You've educated me a lot on villains and the rogues gallery of Batman. Yeah, there are a lot of Batman villains in this movie, even if they're just referenced for a second. Oh um, um, yeah,
1: th- there's tons, and some really cool uh, little nuggets in here as well that uh, I'll I'll let you know as we go. But there's some really cool things that they did with the villains uh, that uh, for Batman fans is ace.
0: What's Condiment
1: King? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly not an original Batman villain. I don't okay. believe. <laughs>
0: because I enjoyed but, Condiment King because then, then, then Batman goes you just made that one up <laughs> <laughs> they they use some incredible
1: incredible deep cuts that um, have even made it into like. did you notice that there was someone from the sui- recent Suicide Squad film in this film
0: yeah you're on about the polka dot man
1: yeah like yeah. up until suicide squad i don't think many people mainstream would have realized that is a real villain
0: yeah i i was really cuz again there's there's a couple of references to things like suicide squad cuz the when they're in the arkham asylum uh sequence <clears throat> um, um barbara gordon says to batman we should use these villains and they could help us fight the bad guys it's like using villains to fight villains that's a stupid idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i really it's like just that great. Like a, like a nod to Serious mm-hmm. It's Squad. It, it is, like, conceptually a really difficult film to kind of imagine. Like, if you if you were to read this script, you're like... Obviously, in a mainstream Hollywood movie, you would never have the budget to make something like this because it's just no. too big. Yeah. Um, when they go into the Phantom Zone and you see all the different villains that they've cocked... so like They've just sort of popped up for this franchise, for this film. You're like, what? They've got Sauron in it. Yeah. <laughs> It's great because obviously
1: they they have all of the rights to use these Lego characters because they've got all these Lego sets. Yeah, that's so it. Can, isn't it? They can just pull in villains from all different franchises, and it's it's great because they they have Ray Fiennes as Alfred, but they also have Voldemort. Did you see who voiced Voldemort? I did. I was going to talk about this. Um, it's Eddie Izzard, isn't it? It's Eddie Izzard. <laughs> it's brilliant. Like they just pulled in, and that's not like that that's not even the best voice actor they've got in for a really weird random cameo uh, they've got gonna... so many
0: yeah i did i did have a nosy whilst watching the movie when you recognize a voice and you go that's an interesting voice i'm recognized that voice um mariah carey is the um mayor at the beginning um, yeah completely just heard that voice and i was like oh, i know that voice uh, Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords is the voice of Sauron, another yeah. amazing. Um, Seth Green is King Kong for some reason. Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum, both of whom in uh, what, what franchise are they in together? Is it 21 Jump, Jump Street? Yeah. They're both in this because those films are big at this, at this time. Uh, channing plays superman and jonah plays green lantern's voice yeah uh it's just goes on and on you're like this is brilliant you've just got so many people playing famous people just for the sake like you say they're just background they're not even really in the film but they're there for the, um, for, the uh, for
1: our sort of listeners and my own personal favorite did you see who they got to voice two-face
0: Yes, I have another fact on top of that, because you and me had had this conversation on a previous episode, um, that Billy D Williams never got the ability to play Two-Face because he was recast as Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Um, and they've actually made Billy D both the Two-Face voice, and if you look at the minifigure, he is, it looks like Billy D Williams with the Two-Face, doesn't it? Yeah, he's
1: brilliant. It's- That's so clever. And uh, he's now been made Two Face. In that, there's a a DC uh, comic uh, based on the Tim Burton world, yeah. Burton verse, uh, and they've made in that comic now they've made Billy D. Williams's uh, character into Two Face. So he uh, he, he uh. sort of got got what he he deserved in that sense. He he needed to you know he was Harvey Dent yeah in the film world before anybody else, and he got to play. <laughs> in a manner of speaking, Two-Face, which is cool. So I like that film. So it goes back to the Tim Burton uh, origins of our sort of looking at this franchise. And they've they've pulled that actor out, which is great. Another one,
0: another one that's blown my mind. and I don't know if you've referenced this. I'm guessing you probably would have done by the end of this episode. But did you see who's voicing Catwoman?
1: Yes. Now, this is cool. (laughs) I like this. This is foreshadowing at its best.
0: Catwoman in Batman, Lego Batman, is played by Zoe Kravitz, and this was just after Batman was cast as Anne Hathaway in the Dark Knight Rises. Batwoman, sorry, Catwoman has now been cast again in the new Batman film, the Matt Reeves one, but it's Zoe Kravitz. You're like, what? Yeah. So, like you said, there's so much in this. There's like Ray Fiennes is in it, but he's not Voldemort. um, But Voldemort's also in this. Billy Dee's in this and he's playing Two-Face because he used to be Two-Face. And Zoe Kravitz is playing Catwoman, who will then go on to play Catwoman. It's like, what? (laughs) This is mad.
1: It's absolutely bonkers. Like you you said earlier, if you read the script, you probably couldn't make this as a live action. If you just read the cast list, you probably couldn't make this as a live action film. I mean, some of these voices are just incredible, but... (laughs) physically wouldn't fit those roles but their voices are amazing so it makes it possible to do something like this. It's These are the
0: kind of films I think if I was an actor that I would have wanted to be in more than any of the others. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's also worth saying this is probably the first u rated film you and I have, have have reviewed on the podcast. I think a lot of our films have been obviously 15s, 12 As and PGs. I don't think we've actually done a full on kids film yet.
1: No, no, this,
0: this was probably a first for us. And I love it. There's so much in this. Like, and again, I I watched it twice. Um, First time I just enjoyed it, if I'm honest. And then the second time I actually kind of made some notes um there's a really good bit where the I think the Joker's describing what he's gonna do with the bomb in the power plant at the beginning and one of the police officers is looking at a no, someone's watching the T V and they've said, oh, this plan seems needlessly complicated <laughs> <laughs> And they just say it offhand to another Lego figure. Um, oh, it, it's there's loads feet. of those moments where little Lego figures say something else to another Lego figure.
1: It's great like when they're initially flying over Gotham in the plane and yeah. the 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 pilots are asking for permission to do that and the people at flight control there's like one guy looking around at the room saying yeah I'm looking around at uh, everyone in the room and uh, yeah we're cool with that cuz they're flying over with <laughs> like TNT and all sorts Oh
0: it's great did you did you notice the massive Michael Keaton um, Batman 89 reference in this film Yes um, so, for anyone that didn't listen to our last podcast, uh, the Keaton bit one, you should have done. Uh, he says, um, "You want to see nuts? Let's go nuts!" Which is what <laughs> Keaton says when he's playing Bruce Wayne in Batman '89. It, oh, it's great. So I
1: just—it's such a, a quotable, a quotable film, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I I like the bit where the pilot's telling Joker that he won't succeed, <laughs> and Joker's like, "No, no, this is a great plan. It's a really cool plan." He said, "Well, you didn't succeed last time. What about the two boats?" <laughs> and he says, "This is
0: better than the two boats." <laughs> oh, there's loads of little Dark Knight rise, Dark Knight references in this, not including the fact that they literally flash back to Dark Knight when he's talking about how moody he was in the last few films yeah um when um, alfred's telling him off and then you get the little bit with um the opening titles the warner brothers titles are basically the dark knight titles aren't they yeah um so i thought that was really nice um there's a really funny bit that i i there's a couple of bits i genuinely laughed out loud for um one of them being when i think when joker releases the bad guys from the phantom zone uh a Lego figure turns to the other one and says, Oh my god, I need to go and start looting <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. And you had to like you have to really listen, otherwise you just miss those little throwaway lines. Um, yeah. same with the lava comes down from the from the lava flow, you know, from Sauron. Yeah. And he's like, is that lava down there? And then the cat gets like lava and it just goes, Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> it's like what? Oh, God. So yeah, it's funny. definitely, it's a
1: kid's film, but there's so many bits there. Like like you said earlier, I don't know how anyone couldn't find something to giggle at in this film. Because there's so many mm. cool lines. There's so much Absolutely. fun happening. It's just nonstop fun. And it, that makes it incredibly different to all the other Batman films we've reviewed. Because yeah. there's, there's no let up in the hilarity in this. There's always something daft happening
0: yeah i love it i think it's so good um i'm just having a look on i've got a few different imdb facts that i've pulled and some facts i've pulled off of different uh different sources um uh, this just there's just so many things going on apparently ray fines was offered the voice of alfred um He'd previously been offered the role to play Alfred in Batman Forever in nineteen ninety five. Oh. Which is really odd. Like, yeah. how would that that didn't did that come as a thing? And the thing that you said as well about it's about properties. So because Lego own or have patents on so many properties that they can produce Lego for, there that's where you get your 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 baddies. So in the film you get like the Gremlin minifigures. Yeah. Um they're identical figures to the ones that um, appeared in the dimensions Lego dimensions game. Um, and yeah, the minifigure of Stripe uh, is the one that's distinct from the rest. But he was obviously the archenemy of the Gremlins in, in, in the Gremlins film, the archenemy of Gizmo. Uh, yeah. The da- Daleks came in. They're a new property for Lego. When Lego started making a couple of Doctor Who sets. <laughs>
1: But they're not allowed to call them Daleks, I don't think, because they, they refer to them as British robots in the film, don't they? <laughs> yeah, but I think that was
0: quite... I don't know if that was just funny, because he says, he says, oh, we've got Sauron, Voldemort, we've got British robots, ask your nerdy mates what they're called. <laughs> I was like, that's great. <laughs> it's, oh. it's, it's brilliant. Um apparently there are a lot of different outfits that come up when Robin's choosing his costume, which reference other Batman films, comic books and other movies, including Robin Hood, um, which I thought was funny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh God. There's just so much in this film. So much to love. I don't even know. I've kind of, my notes are all over the place, but they're kind of just, I've put, you know, this film is a film that's so large in scale, uh, so wonderfully made, but made out of Lego, and actually, on a real scale, it's the small scale that it's made on, but it's got such an epic scope to it. Like, even the Chicago cityscape, they've sort of built out to be Gotham. And yeah. they've built, like, what looks like a Chicago river to blow it up at the end. Yeah. Um, looks brilliant. And then there's loads of references to how when they have to save something, you hear them having to build it like Lego. So you just hear Lego bricks going click 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 clicking together. Try to store well yeah, why not? Why are you it's they must it's just the characters know they're in a Lego world, so let it let them let them build Lego whilst they're doing stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it's so so cleverly put together and the like even sort of the costume changes they uh, they, they reference the fact that their their boots are stuck to their legs or something like that in in one bit when they're changing out of costumes. Yeah, cuz they uh, are in Lego figures, aren't yeah, they?
0: Yeah. It's brilliant. I like it when he's um I think I texted you didn't I because I was laughing my ass off when when he comes <laughs> back from saving the city and it's like Alfred says he's left you a lobster thermidor in the fridge. <laughs> and Then you just see him with this plate with this giant lobster on it, and he just sticks it in the microwave, and he just sits looking at the microwave for ages. was like, there's a little bit of me that's like, that's the kind of film I want to make. <laughs> it's
1: just that uncomfortably long shot. Even like the, they yeah. make the, char- the Batman character start humming the theme tune. It's it's, yeah. it's brilliant.
0: It- But it's that for me is that's the kind of humor that works for me in kids films when it's just really daft. And then obviously when he goes all depressed, he's got lobster thermidors just piled up all around him in the back. (laughs) (laughs) He just keeps making them for him. And it's funny. I just think that lobster on a plate is quite a funny looking food. I mean, not for the lobster, but especially when it's made out of Lego, a Lego lobster on a plate looks funny. I think there's just something amusing about it. (laughs)
1: it's just he's watching the light spin round and light the kitchen yeah. up it's great um, yeah. the uh, w- when just after that when alfred has sort of told him he needs to stop moping around and he needs to go to the the gala the the, the little flips that Batman does when he says no all the time she's like yeah. nope 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 and he's constantly flipping around That's i love that i lo- it's it's the sort of A lot of the things like the pew, pew, pew for the gun noises are the things that kids would do to to emphasise those emotions. And The little flips are are fantastic. Um, And and then at the gala scene where the uh, orphans are all singing Michael Jackson. Yeah, You're
0: in unison saying chamom <laughs> remember that there's loads of Michael Jackson references in this movie I don't odd. know why it's really
1: really odd um, I, and then the the line that cracked me up afterwards was when they're d- describing what Barbara Gordon's been up to in her career and she went to Harvard for police
0: yeah I didn't understand what that was about well, <laughs> so, I think it's meant to be like
1: she went to the the Harvard University for police, um, but uh, and then
0: she cleaned up Bloodhaven using statistics. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I kind That's... of uh, it's kind of sad that Jim Gordon didn't get as much of a role in this film, but I suppose we needed because we're going to have Batman and Robin and Alfred. That it did need a female character in there. Yeah, um, and
1: and Barbara Gordon is a, a central. Character in the Batman universe, anyway, so she's and she gets uh, to
0: become and she becomes Batgirl in this film as well, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, she she in the comics is Batgirl, so yeah, but we've uh, never yeah, seen she, her in she's a live part action. Of the Bat movie family, yet. no, no. Uh, but we, you know, there is a, a Batgirl uh, film, HBO Max are making it, I, so
0: I really liked the idea that they all got to like team up with their different outfits. I like the fact that Robin was done in a very different way. The three Robins so far. I guess two Robins. How many Robins have we, me and you, seen on the films? We've had the one in Batman Forever and then we've had yeah. kind of the Joseph Gordon Levitt one of um Yeah of Dark Knight Rises. Um I really liked the idea that he was just an orphan that's in his house and he forgot that he'd adopted him and he'd just been yeah. living in the house for a week. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just running around saying hi to the secret cameras. <clears> that's <throat> so good.
0: Yeah, I can't really say enough about this movie. Um, I think I enjoyed it a lot more than even I expected. I'm going to go through some facts as we go through, and I think it might be worth us ending this episode later by watching the new Batman trailer. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that sounds
0: good. We'll have to queue it up, and then we'll have to do some clever edits so that we look more professional. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, think
1: you're relying too heavily on my, in quote Marks, Clever editing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have absolute faith in you. Um, Apparently around one hour into the movie, one of the names that Batman suggests for the new team-up of his uh, four team members is Fox Force 5. This was a reference to the title of Mia Wallace, or Uma Thurman's character, in Pulp Fiction. It's the failed TV pilot that she was in, and she talks about it in the film Pulp Fiction. Ah, um, she's all. It's about a team of five women who banded together to fight crime. Uh, also, a homage to Thurman herself, who played Poison Ivy in Batman and Robin. Perfect. Strange. So many layers in this movie. So strange. Oh, yeah, there, there's loads of weird little.
1: You blink and you miss them. There, there, did you notice anything about the uh, the scuttler that Batman builds? No. When it when it when it
0: turns on, it has a Mac startup chime. Just oh yes <laughs> yes i did hear that i do you know what i heard that but i thought i'd made that up in my own head do you know what i mean no,
1: <laughs> no it's in there it's it's just like everything is in this film like the the, the lego movie itself had a lot of references but i think mm. the batman lego movie has as many it's yeah. just it's incredible that they managed to squeeze all these things in they they poke fun at bane's voice as well which I yes love. he
0: has he has the tom hardy voice doesn't he even <laughs> yeah. though it's not played by tom hardy he goes oh, I think that was uncalled for oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny um what have i got on here yeah um this was one that i found yesterday so during superman's interview on the tv uh, and the telecast footage of him fighting general zod the news ticker um reads out superman and zod's icy relationship that's what it says on the bottom of the uh, of the page the yeah. footer reads um the file footage is courtesy of Zed Snyder and A. Mockery, uh, a reference to Zack Snyder and Amir Mockery, who were the director and cinematographer of Man of Steel in 2013. Like, what? You've literally thought of yeah. everything.
1: It's, oh, it's so detailed. It makes your head hurt, doesn't it? So, thinking that yeah. they've, they've gone through and put these little jokes in that only people who watch and then rewatch the film will probably see. You, you wouldn't see all of these things anywhere in as much detail if you just watched it the once it it needs repeated viewing but because it's a kids film i guess they're betting on the fact that parents will have to sit through this multiple times so they're gonna throw all these little little sort of easter eggs in there because the parents are suffering
0: (laughs) i just love the way it all comes together like even the bit the stupid bits where like poison ivy's trying to kiss batman and Batman yeah. just throws loads of penguins up to her, and she just kisses yeah. each penguin as she kisses, and the penguins sort of just perish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many things. Although when he's sat in the um, he's sat in the cinema on his own with his lobster thermidor and his popcorn, just looking at like he's watching Jerry Maguire or something, isn't he? Yeah, it's so weird. Um, oh, let's have a look. What else have I got on here? It's, it's, um, Richard Cheese in the lounge against the machine, um, are the artists playing the lounge style covers of pop and heavy metal songs, including "Man in the Mirror" at the Gotham yeah. Winter Gala that you referenced <laughs> earlier. Oh God, what else we got on here? Oh, oh, that's a good fact. Um, I didn't, I've not seen this one. So Ray Fiennes is officially the third Academy Award nominated British actor to play Alfred Pennyworth. The others were some Michael Caine and Jeremy Irons. Oh, That's, That's mad, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And obviously now, I assume with the new Batman film, we'll get another.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Andy Serkis, isn't it? I think yeah. he's a new one. Yeah. Um, this is a good one. So this is the list of all the rogues gallery villains who appear in the Lego Batman movie. Uh, including a joker harley quinn riddler scarecrow bane 2 Face, catwoman clayface poison ivy mr freeze penguin killer croc man bat don't know what that one is yeah Um, crazy quilt eraser for getting shitter (laughs) polka dot man mime tarantula king tut orca killer moth march harriet zodiac master Gentleman Ghost, Clock King, Calendar Man, Kite Man, Cat Man, Zebra Man, Condiment King, Captain (laughs) Boomerang, Mutant Leader, Hugo Strange, Red Hood, the Kabuki Twins, the Calculator, Dr. Phosphorus, Magpie and Egghead. I've never heard of Egghead. No.
1: My favourite one, I think of all those, is Killer Croc at the beginning where he puts the bomb in
0: place and goes, yay, I did something! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's great. It's so good. Um, I really like the, the uh, when Dick Grayson, when Robin gets his outfit and they play this whole, obviously, Bruce being the orphan, Robin's an orphan, Bruce is after a family, Robin's after a family. Um, I really like the way that builds at the end. It's quite sad, but really cleverly done that they built an actual human story around, you know, little plastic Lego people. I think it was yeah. really good. I think it works really well in this film.
1: Absolutely, uh, it, it, I think that's the thing that makes the film work the best. Is alongside it being absolutely ridiculous, there is quite a heartwarming story underneath, which is you know, it, like you say, the film has a lot of heart. So it, yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's cool that they they put that in there.
0: Do you like the uh, the one you said earlier? Alfred refers to Batman going through these similar weird phases in 2016, 2012, <laughs> 2008, 2005, 1997, 1995,
1: 1992, 1989,
0: and that weird one in 1966. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's
1: really good, isn't it? Yeah, each time they cut to a Lego-ified version of that yeah. film, and it's... Except for the '60s Batman, where it's it's just Adam West doing a weird dance.
0: Yeah, actual Adam West, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and they, they mention the uh, the the other Adam West reference is the shark repellent that's never been any use, but that's from the Adam West Batman. No, is it? Yeah. He has a shark repellent in his utility belt at one point when he's chasing <laughs> the Joker. And there's a sh- I think they're hanging off a helicopter and a shark's jumping up at them, so he uses the the shark repellent from his utility belt. Oh, so, that's amazing. So that's an Adam West reference. The, the, this film, if you if you look for everything, it, it's, it, it's just full of them. So many different little Easter eggs.
0: Yeah. I do think it is one of those films where... You wouldn't have been able to get this through a few years ago, but I think, given the way the popularity of the character, I mean, we only have to talk about like the fact that in my, my and your lifetime, like how many iterations of this character there have been. Oh, yeah, um, in the last 30 years. And now we've got another one coming out next year, um, which is another new story. Not only the the Batman's in film, but the Batman's in TV as well that we get through, like Gotham. And the animated series that we've had in the video games, he does seem to be a character that will never die, that yeah. will constantly come back and and for I guess for Hollywood, for Warner Brothers and the other uh, you know companies that make these films like Lego and Warner Brothers, it'll always bring in revenue, it'll always generate money, it always generates interest like when this new trailer came out the other day. It was on the news. Yeah, <laughs> people yeah, in I, pubs were talking about it. People at work were talking about it. Like it's getting, it's generating a buzz, and it's just a trailer. It's just a trailer, and it,
1: it's it, the the Batman <clears throat> character is is great, and I, I love that they've they, they poke fun at Marvel in this as well, where the password to the Batcave is Iron Man sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> And because that that's sort of Marvel's equivalent of Batman. Obviously, a billionaire with lots of gadgets, yeah. and and arguably probably one of the more popular Marvel characters as well. So people like billionaires with lots of gadgets. It you know, you wouldn't that,
0: think in a, in an age of austerity that people would root for a guy with lots of money, would you? No, no. Well, that's a, that's what the <laughs> there's a lot of people who are you know the
1: the the, the folks who are anti Batman tend to point that out, that he's a rich guy who goes around beating up poor people. Yeah. Um, which, when you look at it like that, yeah, probably not the best example to set your kids. But at the same time, he is just a really interesting character. Even in this silly form of a Lego Batman, He, you know, they, they present him as this complex, flawed character who's you know, <laughs> not... ...really in tune with his emotions... ...and would just rather go around beating people up... Um, ...and I I quite like him... I, you know, you, yeah. ...you've got to like him... ...in every instance you, you see that he is troubled... ...but equally he's got
0: all the cool toys... He's much more narcissistic in this iteration than he has been in the others.
1: When he talks about his ninth ab, you mean. Yeah. It's I've in got, there somewhere. I've got a ninth ab. Um I love yeah, he's he's fantastic and the uh the way he tries to hurt Joker when he says that he's not his main bad guy and he likes to fight around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, bromance um between Joker and Batman which is completely psychotic and like you say completely based on the fact that Joker thinks that Batman's his arch enemy and Batman's like, you're definitely not my arch enemy. You're no. definitely an enemy, but you're not the you're not the arch one. I've got loads of enemies. And yeah. I like that he refers to Superman as one of them as well. Yeah. God yeah Superman and Justice League are in this as well, aren't they They're oh yeah
1: popular. yeah they have a they have a like a fifty seventh anniversary party, and they don't invite Batman <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good i I love it I can't do you know what i've got there's so many facts, there's so much to talk about, but I'm so glad we did this one because I really yeah. wanted us to end Batman on a high. Not that it wasn't a high watching, you know, Bane drop a nuclear bomb on Gotham and Batman took it out to sea, but this one feels more like, like you say, the fun Batman that I want to remember.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh no, definitely. This this has so many cool, happy, hilarious moments. Um, the I, the the fact that he calls the computer in the Batcave Pooter all the time. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the,
0: the uh, oh, talk about quotable moments when he yells at Robin that life doesn't give you seatbelts. Yeah, and then he smashes his face on the windscreen, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, oh yeah, it's just it's just
1: the 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 high you know like you say it's a highlight for for Batman films because it's so fun because anyone can watch it and enjoy it. It's just great.
0: i've lost james sorry sorry i think that one was me we That's can edit right. this bit out <laughs> yeah yeah i
1: would just say it, it was like i say it was a highlight because everyone mm-hmm. can enjoy it it's a good film for the family which is
0: nice yeah i uh one thing i did want to bring up well two things actually um I had a list of people that didn't make it in. So do you know in the Phantom Zone, we've got like you've got he brings in loads of different villains from different franchises including Voldemort, the Daleks, the Gremlins, King Kong, um Godzilla, Adam uh, Agent Smith yeah. from Matrix is in there, uh, the T-Rex and Velociraptors and Sauron himself. Um and apparently Chris McKay wanted other villains from R-rated properties um, but was forced to drop them. <laughs> Uh, because of the inappropriate nature of the... Um, I thought I'd just let you know a couple. Um, okay. Bill from Kill Bill. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why you'd even have that as a Lego figure. <laughs> um, Annie Wilkes from Misery. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy the Butcher from Gangs of New York. Oh, no. Oh,
1: yeah, I can see why they cut those out.
0: They were like, nah, you're not having them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and yeah, I was going to say to you is we kind of finally got Nightwing in the Batman films because uh, yes. Robin suits up as Nightwing at the end, doesn't he? For a bit. He
1: does. He does. <clears throat> and tries to put on a Batman voice. <laughs> which he I does. really enjoy. <laughs> oh, it's uh, great. And I just, I, I love the fact that they use the Phantom Zone in this film. From from Superman. From Superman, and like the little jokes, like when the the lawn, laundromat van turns up at the prison and it's Phantom's own uh, laundry, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never even thought of that sort of play on words before, but Phantom's own laundry is 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 perfect.
0: Yeah. I do I, like um, when he's spying on the Joker and Bane in prison and they're sort of lifting weights and doing workouts in the yard and he's just on a flagpole <laughs> staring down at them. like, they're definitely up to something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. And uh, when they do get the Phantom Zone gun and they're trying to sneak it into the prison and Batman says to Robin, these guys are my bros, go take a couple of them out. <laughs> like, <"That's> just... <laughs> he's always putting Robin in <laughs> the firing line for everything. It's brilliant.
0: Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, I'm trying to read, what was this one? I don't even understand that fact, so I'm going to leave that one. Um, I like all the different, um, cars and, and, um, like you know, the other gadgets that he has in the, in the Batcave are all references to other Batman properties and other parts of the Batman universe that we've seen yeah. before, which I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, I think I've kind of got gone through everything I've got. To be honest, I think I'm happy. Yeah, I would definitely give it higher than IMDb, and I would have done. I think it's definitely an eight or nine out of ten. It's just fun. I don't know how you can't enjoy it. Exactly. It's a it's a great film.
1: I, it's... I, I like a
0: movie that you don't have to be in the mood for. You can just watch it any time of day, and it's fine. I think that's the really the beauty of kids' movies in that sense. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think you. Films don't have to be dark and broody, and this film shows it. You know, this is a Batman film. Traditionally, the dark and broodiest of films, Mm -hmm. and they've made it fun and you know engaging, and it's accessible. You know, it's not. You don't have to have watched all the films to get all the jokes. There's still loads of jokes in there that you can get just because they're funny. You know, they're little side remarks between characters that are funny. But if you have watched some of the other films, the references are just insane. And you can really enjoy that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I think that's a good review. Definitely. Um, right, shall we watch the Batman trailer? Um, yes. It's about 2 minutes 30. And then we can have a quick discussion before we finish. Right, let me know if you've got it up and I'll uh, we'll play it at the same time. Yeah, I've got it. Right, I'm going to play it in three two one playing it okay we've got a moody looking sort of diner situation yeah again i don't know how different a film this is going to be from what we've seen before it kind of looks very much like a david fincher film crossed with um the gotham tv series yes it's got that vibe to it hmm it's got that like you want to wash your hands after you watch it kind of vibe. Do you know what I mean? I think David Fincher's films always have that quality to them. They're, they're always very sweaty. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and nasty. It's got that
1: kind of Gotham. T- you know, the Goth- Gotham TV show had a similar <laughs> feel to it, um, but it's mixed in with almost like a Blade Runner esque. Mm. It, it looks sort of very near futury and it, cause it, I guess it, it might just because it's happening a lot in rain. There's a lot of rain scenes in this trailer, it seems. So
0: maybe that's why I'm getting the Blade Runner vibes. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Personally, I don't know what I think about Robert Pattinson in the suit. Um, And I mean that as a person who I now feel like me and you are very qualified to talk about Batman because we've seen so much of it. Um, I don't know if I like him in the suit as much as I thought I would. I yeah he's he's a, a question mark for me at the moment because I, I yeah
1: I don't like the way he's portraying Bruce Wayne in the trailer anyway it just doesn't seem I mean he's he's obviously meant to be early on in his career but the mm. whole idea is that Bruce is kind of you know this billionaire playboy
0: oh that bit and, with the gun in the tunnels cool sorry yeah. that was that was very good yeah he's he doesn't it doesn't seem to have any of the playboy stuff in the trailer anyway, whether that's yeah. going to be in the movie or not. Um, like you said, I guess that that's been done a lot before. So whether or not they are just going to go with dark realism, gritty, horrible, all the way through this film and not have any sense of niceness to it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting thought, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it's a different take on him, I guess.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, like you say, the suit is... I don't know whether the suit is odd because you can see more of his chin.
0: Yeah, I can't work
1: out what it is. It does just, seem very it's, yeah. It's it's just just seem cowl, crimson, it does seem like crimson
0: crimson seems... chin from um, <laughs> from was it uh, Cartoon Network? <laughs> <from> very odd parents. <laughs> um, so
1: yeah, it's a, I don't know whether it's it's that that because I I'm seeing like a, a I'm watching it on YouTube mm, and. Yeah. Um, Right underneath it is Batman and Robins film that you can buy on YouTube and it's George Clooney's cowl oh, next God. is and the cowl for George Clooney is actually really comic yeah. accurate it looks really cool, but um it cuts mm-hmm. it cuts in um the into the cheekbones more than mm-hmm. Patterson's cowl. I've been really anal about the cowl I realize, but it seems like. For Patterson's, the cowl is sort of like a hat that goes down to his nose, rather than yeah. something that comes over. and comes. Yeah, I don't know I don't whether know if he that has... makes sense.
0: No, it does. I think when you look at what its physicality and and for me, it's the shadow. Is the shadow scary enough, but I don't think it is. I don't think his ears look big enough on the cowl. I don't know. You know, it's yeah. early days. I don't. We'll yeah. see. Um, I like the tone of the film. The music in the trailer is very epic. Yeah, um, I think I was trying to explain to someone in the in at work. Colin Farrell's playing the Penguin, <clears throat> but the Penguin isn't a penguin like no. what we've been led to believe by the Danny DeVito version. <clears throat> where he, he is literally eating fish and has flipper hands. I was like, yeah. no, that's not a thing. He didn't have that in the comics, as far as I'm aware. Right? That's never been a. That was yeah. just a, a freakish thing made up for the Tim Burton ones. But actually, he, the Penguin was just a man in a suit with a big nose and a monocle.
1: Yeah, he's sort of a big sort of mobster, basically gangster. Uh, yeah. So that looks that looks fairly uh, fairly accurate in this one. Yeah, um, they've gone back
0: to their roots with it.
1: Yeah, I, I think it it works well for that. It's yeah. um, I, I, it it just looks like a it looks like a good Batman film, possibly even like a good sequel or follow up to the Gotham series. It seems to follow similar. Mm. Sort of feel to that, which is which is nice. Um, the the shot that you really liked, I liked as well. It's sort of almost like the Darth Vader scene from uh, Rogue One, where it's a dark tunnel and the guns are firing. That's almost like a a reference to the the Burton Batman, you know, where Batman gets shot and he yeah. does actually fall down and then gets back up again. But in this one, the bullets are just <coughs> bouncing off his suit, so. I I am interested to see how they they deal with that is his suit completely bulletproof in this mm. film we 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 don't know but yeah it's uh it's a it's a cool looking uh it's a cool looking film I, I'm yeah, looking forward I th- to I think I, it I
0: I quite like the idea that he's going to be more violent than we've seen I don't know if this film is necessarily R rated but I feel like if you had gone down the road of making a Batman movie more like a blade movie or something where you give it the R rating and you go for aggression, you go for violence, you do super violent things in it. There's definitely a market for that film. And I think when me and you were talking about the Lego movie, the spectrum for which you put him on is so wide. Like you either put him as the fun, um, almost laugh at yourself kind of character that we got with Will Arnett in the Lego Batman movie. Or you work towards that middle ground of it's gritty, it's dark, it's Christian Bale. To then all the way up to this Matt Reeves one, and further, do we go down the sort of um, Arkham Asylum video game? This is a nasty piece of work, and it's not going to be nice. Uh, similar to the Joker film that we di- we got with um, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, yeah. You can you could easily do that, and that also works, but it is obviously tailored towards an entirely different audience.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's this this hopefully this film will show that. There is that sort of breadth and depth to the character, but uh, yeah, uh, Robert Patterson, definitely a question mark currently. Okay, yeah, for me, I think that's fair. I think he—he's the only thing that worries me about the film. All the other cast, I think, uh, seems actually really, really good. Like, I—I I think the the Alfred they've chosen is a, a good continuation of Alfreds
0: from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, it, You're on yeah. about his his character similarities between Sean Pertwee from the, um, yeah, from the Gotham show. Yeah, it's a very similar vibe. And I think if you had Sean Pertwee's voice and Andy's voice as the Alfred character next to each other, it would be quite hard to distinguish between the two. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think they're they're really good casting and physically similar guys as well. You know, they yeah. they they have a similar physicality. they're believable as ex military. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Which, which I you know I I think that's cool. Um, you know I I like the uh the look of the the rogue's gallery they're building up. You know the fact that they're including Catwoman uh is good. Uh, a really yeah. weird uh, that it was foreshadowed by the Lego Batman movie, but still I'm not going to complain. I the the it's always good to see Catwoman in a Batman film. Um yeah. Uh, Penguin, excellent choice. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I think they've got uh, they've got some really cool ideas brewing and I hope that it's a good film and it's a good enough film to stand on its own. And I hope it's not just a trailer for the next film.
0: Yeah, that's a really good way of looking at it. Yeah. I um I love Jeffrey Wright, he's gonna be in it as um Jim Gordon. Again, another great bit of casting. I feel like, if anything, like you said, the only questionable thing about this movie will be whether or not um, Robert Pattinson works, and whether the yeah. whether he whether he works not just because he's a fine actor, but I mean whether the duality between Bruce and Batman works on screen, whether he brings enough to that to make it a um, believable, and and b, is he going to bring enough of something different that we can also say he's very firmly established his own ground in his own world as Bruce yeah. and Batman, and it works. Otherwise, it's like you said, you almost should just forget. Bruce Wayne and maybe go with a different character as as Batman or as Nightwing and do something different. Yeah, But if you are going to do it, then cement it properly. I I I think... think, Yeah, sorry, go on. I was
1: just saying, I think visually the the Bruce parts in the trailer are throwing me off because they're giving me uh, Spider-Man 3 Sam Raimi vibes with the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think it's just the the dark yeah. hair and the curtains it's just that's that's the only thing that's throwing me off really yeah. i think it just looks a bit too emo to be bruce like I, I understandable this is closer to when bruce lost his parents so he would be angrier i guess it's mm. just I, yeah I, I think i prefer my Batman to have it together i yeah. and um that that's what you got with the Burton Batman films. He was new to the role, but he was still, you know, he, he still had a, a, a plan. He was a, 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 a master detective. He, he planned ahead for things, you know. There yeah. were certain things that you could tell he was, you know, he was a whole hero, as it were. And he, he was not necessarily on his hero's journey. I yeah, think and we... it's
0: that whole thing about idealism, like... He's always been an idealist and an optimist in his own way even though a lot of the problems that he faces are things that have come out of the fact that he's Batman they've been caused by his presence as Batman yeah. uh, which is a, is a trope that is constantly referred back to in the in the movies isn't it Yeah definitely but yeah no
1: I think overall excited um mm. and it seems like it's in good hands and the good news is if they do mess it up it seems like HBO are carrying on with the Batfleck stuff so <laughs> yeah they, yeah they
0: there's a bit of a tiff going on isn't there between what they're doing independently and what they're doing towards the bigger picture on the back of the fact that that Zack Snyder did his Justice League movie I, I can't really gauge what the hell the plan is with the characters um I also is Batfleck I mean again I I'm asking you but is Batflex set to be coming into the flash movie that's just coming out next year or is that not who, I think?
1: who knows jake i you you, uh, you you say you're not sure what the plan is yeah. i'm fairly certain that there isn't a single person in, in working at warner brothers that knows what the plan is so i'm um, i'm assuming oh that they're, they're they're working on the, the the premise that if they throw enough stuff at the wall something will stick
0: yep and this uh, is what we
1: do with the podcast. <laughs> yeah absolutely so I mean, it's it's not not the worst methodology in the world, and you, what it means is you sometimes end up with films like Joker, and yeah. then you sometimes end up with the first suicide squad film. It, yeah. you know you, 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 it pays your money, it you takes your choice in the film industry, it seems, and they've they've obviously had a good go at doing pretty much everything that they can, and uh not all of it's been great. But some of it has. Some of it's been good. And this might be one of the good ones. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Let us hope.
0: Right, James, I will let you go. Um, Thank you for the recording. And I will, uh, yeah, we'll go and discuss when I come back from my break, what we're going to do next, our next franchise.
1: To be clear to everyone listening, this is a planned break this time. This isn't just life getting in the way. (laughs) No, this is the
0: official break, um, break time, break
1: Yeah. Right, James. uh, I'll see you soon. Thank you. See you soon.
0: Bye. See you later, guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.